Welcome back to another episode of the Husky Cast. Um, we're here today with Washington County um, investigator Eric Weber. Um, Eric just got finished uh, presenting um, a, a PowerPoint to our high school and middle school students about vaping. Um, so I asked Eric to sit down with us for a few minutes here just um, for the podcast to give us a little more information. Um, so first off, Eric, what in your eyes should every parent slash student know about vaping? Um, I think the big thing they need to know is it's not safe. Um, we talk to a lot of kids and quite honestly their parents uh, about the issues that's going on with their student, and a lot of parents do directly tell us that they're proud of their kids because they're making a smart choice and instead of smoking cigarettes or cigars or whatever they're smoking these uh, non-nicotine substances and a vape pen and, and we actually do see parents proud that they think their student or their, their child is doing a safe alternative but obviously all the research is coming out the data is coming out uh, these companies are just lying to the American public even the, the non-nicotine products or claimed to be non-nicotine are showing to contain nicotine and these are all just marketing ploys to try to convince people that it's safe and normal and okay and mainstream uh, and it, it just boils down to they're trying to get people using it, addicted to it, and uh, then a lifelong customer that they can make money off of. You touched on this a second earlier, but um, go over some of the toxins um, contained in, in these e-cigarettes. Well, a lot of metal-related things. Um, you know, I've heard about nickel and lead and all that kind of stuff um, off the top of my head. I, just, I know that there's at least 60 or more that are typically found in the aerosol, which the aerosol is what kids... Um, inhale during the vaping process and when they're inhaling this aerosol it contains 60 chemicals um, most of them are not approved to be inhaled safely and 26 of them are confirmed to be on a, a danger list um, by the, the FDA. What sort of uh, medical issues do you see happening with uh, as a result of vaping? Uh, it's kind of a wide variety. I've seen anywhere from uh, one kid in particular I know in this general area. Uh, he ended up just taking two puffs off of one of these vape pens. It happened to be a THC liquid, a marijuana-related product. And in two puffs, uh, he basically became unresponsive. Uh, he said that he could hear and see things going on, but his body, he couldn't even... Re he couldn't reply, he couldn't answer questions, his eyes rolled back in his head, and so he was awake, um, but he was just basically in a state that he couldn't do anything, and obviously parents and friends and family were seeing this, um, rushed him to the emergency room, uh, had a real bad medical episode uh, for a few days, um, and so I've seen anything from a very quick thing that hits the body like that, um, to some kids that have been smoking these products for a year or two and they're seeing a slower, I guess more of a long-term product or problem like just flat-out breathing problems uh, and doctors are doing tests on lungs and respiratory systems and seeing uh, medical problems in those areas. Gotcha. 
Um, one of the things that you touched on in the uh, presentation that you did today was the jewel. Um, talk about, that seems to be the most popular, talk about the reason for that. Um, and talk about, you mentioned some, some recent uh, things that are happening with Juul um, that are very interesting. Um, Juul's kind of one of the most popular brands. It's kind of taken over the market. Um, so when we talk about this stuff, a lot of it centers off of Juul products. Juul is basically a company that can sell you the smoking device and the cartridges that can go into it. Um, one reason I think it became so popular is we first started noticing it. I actually had teachers in another district that started to notice it looks like a, a thumb drive, basically. I've actually seen some now that look like a, almost kind of like an MP3 player or music device. And so they're under the radar. A lot of times parents or teachers or adults might not even know it's a smoking device. Now they've even made like what look like Apple iWatches that they actually will put their mouth to their watch and it's a smoking device. So one of the popular things is, is they're fooling a lot of the people that are maybe wouldn't allow them to use them. Uh, it's just kind of under the radar. Um, everything's kind of sleek and modern computer-related devices. Um, so it, it looks cool. Um, you know, they can get away with it when maybe they shouldn't be using it. Um, it's just kind of taken over, you know, what kids think is popular and cool now. And, you know, their products, they're packing them full of, of nicotine. Jewel claims that um, their nicotine will hit a person 2.7 times faster than any other thing on the market. Um, they're claiming that uh, in one Jewel cartridge, it's up to a pack of cigarettes or 200 puffs. So they're basically putting a lot of, of nicotine-related product, a lot of bang for your buck, in their stuff. And they're kind of almost outdoing everyone else. That's their competitors. But they're um, by doing that, you know, you're obviously speeding up the process of becoming addicted to their, their products. And obviously that's their bottom line. They want to get people, especially teens, addicted so that they can become a customer for life for 50, 60, 70 years. And obviously their marketing is all on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, places that people that age are always, that's where their audience is. Uh, they're not targeting adults, it's kids and the flavoring that they're selling is birthday cake, chocolate cake, sour gummy, worm, you know, stuff like that. Um, so all in all, it's just, you know, a pretty uh, a deceitful, kind of shady uh, company that's going on. And last year they made over a billion dollars by selling to kids and getting them addicted. And you said recently their CEO actually resigned, correct? Yeah, it sounds like within about the last two weeks, mm -hmm. the CEO resigned and stepped down. And they're, they're a partner company, Philip Morris, the old school tobacco company. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they've jumped into this so that they can get back into making money. Um, yeah, so they, they're still operating. It's still in existence. Um, but it's my understanding the CEO understands that a lot of bills are being presented and passed in a lot of states because it took a little bit, but you know, here a year or two later, everyone's figuring out the medical community, especially all the harm that is packed into this stuff. And so now there's a lot of nationwide pressure to, to hit companies like this hard so they can't attack teens. Um, and, and due to that pressure, it sounds like that 
I think he's almost been felt he needs to resign because he's been exposed a little bit and what his company's about. Yeah. Um, I guess just kind of the last thing um, that I would like you to touch on, and I think you've covered a little bit of this, but um, I think uh, the misconception is that kids are thinking that vaping is safer than than smoking cigarettes. And, And I guess what can you say to that? And, you know, and that's one reason I think people have me come in and talk just because my unique job, you know, I have had a chance to talk to a lot of students in this area, um, some that had a real bad episode or medical problems, some that haven't yet, but they do acknowledge that they're addicted. And when I get to talk to these kids, I ask them, why did you start? You know, why did you even choose to engage in this type of stuff? And a lot of them tell me that they've been told or they feel that it's safe, the the simple, basic, small message that started with with everyone was e-cigarettes are made to be a safe alternative to smoking traditional cigarettes. And if you use e-cigarettes, you can wean yourself off or use products that contain no nicotine. So early on, everyone thought it was tasted good, it was fruity, Uh, It was fun. It was safe. It was okay. And now, again, obviously the research is coming out that even most of the products that claim on the packaging to contain no nicotine do, in fact, contain at least some degree. Um, And so it it just, unfortunately, you know, a lot of the American public has kind of been lied to or misguided or misled. A lot of young adults especially just haven't had a chance to get educated yet, and so they're operating off of incorrect information. Gotcha. Well, I want to uh, thank you, Eric, for your time today and presenting to our student body and for taking some time on the podcast. Um, really, really appreciate your time. Thank you. Yep, thanks.